Welcome everybody to an episode of Keepers of the Book. I'm your host, Ross, joined here with my co-host, Jordan. And sure. um, today we are covering Words of Radiance, chapter 67 to 71. Um, quick preface, uh, Jordan is not at his normal recording station, so if his voice does not sound as smooth, silky, and attractive as it usually does, <laughs> it's because of that reason. Um but yeah, and by the way, if I if you hear me wincing in pain, don't worry, it's just my finger almost broke today. Um, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm good. Uh, He's trying to handle a shard blade. Yeah, yeah, you know, trying to summon one, and you know, it just didn't have the proper training. <laughs> but speaking of shard blades, this section is awesome. And okay, I'm just gonna get this out of the way. In all of Brandon Sanderson's work, I do not care about Vin and Elland or uh, what's called Wax and Steris or Wax and Wayne or uh, Adolin and Shallan or Dalinar and Navani as nearly as much as I do Kaladin and Adolin. Because my God, that duo is just fantastic. See, I and I'm hoping that Adolin becomes a surge binder of some sort because that would be sick to see him as a surge binder and Count as a surge binder yes. fighting on the battlefield. Not see it, but obviously read it. But. I'd love to. I hope that he's a different of a different order and not a windrunner because I would love to see their two powers synergize. Like I'd love to see them duo team up and like a, just have different powers. You know, like kind of like Wax and Wayne, right? Like they work off each other because they know each other. It's familiar with each other. They know each other's power. Um, right. So if you had something like this, just different powers. Oh, my God. Like, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Yeah, um, but the, the problem would be is that, you know, do any of the surges synchronize in that way? We don't know, right? Uh, well, the only ones that we know so far are Windrunner. Uh, light weaver which is shallan right she can like soulcaster yeah uh soul soulcaster's not a it's not a it's not a uh a radiant uh knight's order is it i don't think it's a knight's order but i think it's a power of the knight's radiant Ooh, do you think oh i thought soulcasters were just like gave them the ability that Nice radiance kind of had naturally, but it like gave other people like that ability. No, remember Shalon? Shalon <sighs> confronted Yasna, and Yasna, she's like, You're using a Fabriel, are you? And Yasna's like, Nope. Oh, right, 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 right. But other people can soul cast, right? Right, yeah, so but they can soul cast with the Fabriel, right? That's, that's what I meant, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you're saying soul casting itself, yeah, yeah, so. But uh, soul casting, we don't know which knight's order that falls into, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't. And yeah. there is Edge Dancer, which is Lift, I think, right? That was her name. Yeah, we haven't seen her powers yet, have we? Uh, not, not nothing super particular. Uh, Look it up on the wiki, but like, what would that be worth to me? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, but I mean, we know for a fact that there, there's not just one knight's order that fought, right? But we just actually we do know that there's majority of them were not fighters, like dedicated fighters. Do you think um, there was a knight's radiant order that was on the other side? Okay, so I've thought of that too. 
I don't think so, personally. Um, I think there were certain ones that are just like a talon. He's what a storm warden, I think, right? So I I wonder if there's a storm warden. Wait, what? No, not not a storm warden, a stone ward. Stone ward. There you go. I was like, what? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, So I would imagine that, you know, some of those are hold maybe a little bit more of a grudge than others. Maybe the stone wards might hold the grudge to the other knights orders just out of the pure fact that their leader Talon was kind of abandoned. Right. The, I think it's the oath pact, right? Um, he's abandoned in damnation basically. And just, he's like, okay, you, you can fight them alone for eternity. Uh, See ya. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'll be honest. I don't think so, but I would not be surprised if there was. Just yeah, it because, surprise me. you know, when you got ten orders, man, it's like having ten kids. There's gonna be one kid that's just gonna be like, God damn it, why, why is it always gotta be you? <laughs> you and, stupid bastard. Okay, for everyone listening right now, I love all my kids equally. All right, I said ten kids. All right, I'm at, I'm at three. So. I'm good. I haven't, no hit, I haven't hit the critical mass of kids where one of them is just awful. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's out there sitting with 10 kids listening to this. It's like, hey, man, my kids are awesome. Uh, yeah. Don't you dare talk crap on Total. But, okay, so Kaladin... Kaladin and Adolin, their two relationship is just awesome. And... I'm going to jump around a lot they're like here. Fighting brothers. Yeah, they're just, they really are. And uh, after Kaladin and Shallan fall into the, the chasm, right? I think he, the final words, quote unquote, final words that he says to Shallan before charging in to like, you know, distract the chasm fiend was like, you know, tell Adolin that I respected him and whatnot. He really is a good man. And, you know, it, we, we as readers, we kind of got that. Like they clearly did not have any animosity towards each other. They did respect each other. And I did think it was funny that Shallan, kind of pointed out to Kaladin that like, you know, hey, Adolin like actually respects you. He's just he just doesn't know how to say it. And you know, I've been again, I keep saying this because because I've been reading more, I've been trying to see things from individual characters' perspectives that are mm-hmm. outside the perspective of the POV of the individual character that we're reading from. Mm-hmm. And I've come and it, it's really interesting because Adolin is not only young but he's a soldier, right? And as a soldier, you are not taught to see from the enemy's perspective, at least emotionally speaking. Because yes, then, because that muddies the water. Yeah, that muddies the water, and then you start seeing them as human. You don't have the luxury to do that in the middle of a battlefield. You just don't. Imagine you're striking somebody down, then you look at his face and you're like, oh my god. What if this guy has a has an older brother just like I did, right? Like, what if Kaladin's about to strike somebody down, and he's just like, what if this guy is somebody's TN to his Kaladin, right? What if I'm right. striking down someone else? You can't do that. So, Adolin is basically only, for the most part, only known war for most of his, I'd say all of his adult life, right? Like, he's um, not yeah, that also. old. Um, and I'd say even a good chunk of his teenage life. <laughs> Well, because how how old is Adolin? 
Yeah, exactly. I was about to ask the same question. I don't remember. How I, old he I, I want to say he's late 20s. teens, late teens, early twenties, oh. late teens, okay. early twenties. I would say late teens minimum. I I would say on, I'd more lean towards your estimate as in early twenties. I'd even mid twenties. I'd be okay with, uh, or I'd buy. Uh, but yeah, it, this isn't like Vin, right? Where Vin was young. So basically her uh him he's known only war and not only that he's a high prince right like kind of silver spoon in the mouth kind of situation so he doesn't really know how to talk to people when uh, he's been surrounded by suck-ups a lot of his life right he and to be honest he he's a good soldier too right he's a very good soldier he fought shoot two shard bearers at the same time and he was doing really well like mm-hmm. Kaladin, we know is a great fighter, and Ka- even Kaladin was like, "Okay, this dude's actually good. He's not all talk." Um, yeah, he's a good sword. He's pretty much a swords master. Oh, in yeah. some aspect of the yeah. way. I mean, listen, if your father is called the Blackthorn, I'm gonna go out of a limb and say you're probably a great fighter. And if you're not, you screwed up. Sorry. If not, then you're Renarin. I mean, <laughs> oh, there's always on. one. You know, there's always one. It's all right. It's all right. Um, he takes after his mother named Shh or whatever. Um, yes, her name is Shh. Yeah, dude. Okay. 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 I, I was reading, coincidentally, this time on the Kobo, right? Which is, it's I have an e-reader called the Kobo. It's very yeah. similar to the Kindle, right? Um, and it got to her name and it was just like this. It, the Kobo had it weird where the, the lettering was like scribbled like like it is on a book. But uh-huh. instead, it the for whatever reason, the font color kind of blended in. They changed the font color to be almost white, too. So I could, like, barely read it. Yeah. So I was, like, trying to highlight it. And I'm like, what is this? And I had to go to my Kindle app on my phone. Um, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. So it literally is just a bunch of scribbled SHSH or whatever. And right. I was like, oh, holy crap. It, this, And then it got me thinking, we have not really talked in depth about Dalinar's wife. Yep. Um, and what are you I'll, thinking? I, I really do not know. Like I have no, because there is no other uh, information coming in. Like no one else from any other POV has talked about, not even Adolin or Kuro. Yeah, no, or no one's have ever mentioned. It. Like, okay, I understand her name is like redacted as soon as it gets spoken to the ears of uh, Dalinar. I get that, mm-hmm. but no one even describes what happened to her, what she was like. Nothing. How long ago it was? Really? They may have mentioned it once, like freaking forever ago. But yeah, I don't. I I don't know. I I am flummoxed. <laughs> that's a good word that's a good word um but no that and it's funny because the like once you once we get a little bit of that backstory you would think that will explain a lot about like who down our colon is you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like why like what happened to him that got him to this point and i feel like we really are missing a little bit of that you know what brought down to this point in his life that he no longer has this wife that is blurred out and what blurred out like what makes him not be able to hear the name of his wife yeah like, i don't what is it and 
and I don't know if it's like, you know, it happened before or after Gavilar's assassination. I don't know if it has anything to do with the visions that he's been having with the Almighty. I, I really don't know. And there's no... I mean, I say that there's no clues, but I'm sure as soon as I like read it, I'm gonna be like, oh, you know, face palm, like it was there in front of me the whole time. Um, <laughs> and, that, and that's one of those things that like you're you're gonna get Sander Lance dropped all the info you want, and then you're gonna have a thousand more questions. I know. It's like, dude. Oh, God, you know what's gonna infuriate me a lot is if we read book five. Which is supposed to be the ending of this um, arc, right? It's the right. if we get to that, and then there's like it's a cliffhanger. I'm not sure what I'm gonna do with my life because I imagine, right? I imagine that <laughs> I'm so, I'm so upset right now because I have a feeling this is just gonna be this is what's going to happen. I imagine that he's going to take a little bit of a break. Who? Uh, Sanderson. Sanderson. Yeah, I'm pretty so, yeah, sure he's going to take... Sanderson's going to take a break. Yeah, right. he's writing 10 books right now. He's going to take a break. I think he's going to take a break from Stormlight for a little bit. Like, maybe a year or two, right? Isn't Stormlight and Mistborn, like, his top sellers? It is, but the thing, the reason why he writes so many books at a time is because he's not writing for one series at a time. That's well, what, right. That's so what that keeps. He's always his... probably working on Stormlight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but okay. So before Rhythm of War, let's go ahead and look up the actual release dates, right? Rhythm of War came out uh, end of 2020, I think. Mm-hmm. And Oathbringer came out like two or three years before that. Yeah, Rhythm of War came out 2020. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Um. And Oathbringer came out 2017. So that was a three-year gap. Now, yes, there was a Dawn Shard novella in between all that, but that also came out in November 2020. <laughs> there, yeah, so like you'd think that the next book, which is, I think, this year, isn't it? No, next book is uh, November 2024. Oh, my gosh, man. That's I can't wait that long. So that, there's going to be a four-year gap between... Book four and book five. So he needs to get to writing. And I'm, yeah, I mean, I've, he's, that's what I'm saying. Like, he writes a lot. His writing speed is unmatched by any, his writing speed to quality ratio is unmatched by any other author in the, in the industry, or at least in the fantasy genre, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. the reason he does that, it, it, the reason he's able to do that is he, he, he's writing several series at the same time. He's not, and yeah. it's not just Mistborn and Stormlight. He's also writing non-Cosmere books. He's writing Star, uh, Skyward, Star Sight, and I forgot the third one. Those He's are those. If it's on the Cosmere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they don't go. Um, and then you know he also writes like some kids book, like I think the Evil Librarians or something like that. There's also mm-hmm. there's also some uh, Mayan fantasy that he's he was working on. I think that he's gonna we're gonna get a update on soon wax and wayne book four a lot of people were complaining for a while now that he was not he was not releasing any news on that for quite some time actually so but now we have it and, and yeah now we have it for sure but th- that's my point is that we just uh so the bands of morning came out 2016 and the lost metal came out 2022 so six years without it so that's my point is if storm book five which i think 
is called the Knights of Wind and Truth, which, by the way, that name awesome sucks. Title. I hate it. Well, you like it? I hate it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want to say I hate it. I just think it sounds very childish to me, personally. I yeah, just, I, at first, I thought it was more like... Uh... I thought I I liked it, but then I I'm trying to I'm starting to think that like it just seems more like um, a throwaway title. That's what it felt like to me. It felt like a throwaway title, and coming from Rhythm of War, which in my opinion is the greatest title for a book out there. Like, yeah. And then we figure out what that means, and then we really know. Well, we know the rhythm has something to do with the Prashendi, right? They talk, they constantly talk about the their songs the and the rhythms and. Yeah, uh, rhythm. yeah so which is <laughs> okay so you know i got a funny thought in my head that the prashendi are the rhythm right i'm just like i'm just thinking you know how back then they used to have drummers because they couldn't the war was so loud i'm talking like american independence napoleon time they had drummers right that's how they mm-hmm. signaled on the battlefield to their troops about advance retreat formations but yada yada I'm imagining that as a prashendi because everything is like their their thing is through rhythms, right? It's through songs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of people singing on the battlefield. <laughs> I don't know. That's stupid, <laughs> but whatever. Singing on the battlefield and then all of a sudden the one guy. You know what's funny? You speak about that in the Civil War and stuff like that. Imagine being the, like surrounded by dudes with guns and then the other guy, the other guy on the other side surrounded by dudes with guns and you got a freaking drum and you're at the front line. Like, yeah. you don't have a gun, you have a sword, and you got stuff hurling at you. <laughs> you think that that's the worst? Go back further. Back then, um, yeah, I think even pre-medieval era, when they would have wars, they would have one guy, or at least a couple guys, that would have standard bearers, right? They held the flag, the standard of mm-hmm. your... Yeah. And when that mm-hmm. the, the idea was, when that standard fell, you lost, essentially. Like, that, that demor- demoralized your troops. So the idea was if the standard bearer died, someone else would come in and grab the standard so or the, the banner because they understood that if the banner fell, it would demoralize the troops or essentially just signal defeat for your people. Right. So right. you were everyone around you has swords, bows and arrows, spears, like lances, all that, and you just got this banner. Yeah, and you're the you're the banner guy. Like, oh my god, like the Obviously, you're gonna die. Somebody else is gonna pick it up. That's great, but you're gonna die. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You had better have some crazy good agility, or better hope God's on your side, buddy. Something you need some shard plate, like triple triple plate and shard plate. Oh man, that's so funny. Uh, but yeah, um, I don't even know how we got to this. I think we were talking about uh, yeah, just Stormlight Five better not end in. A cliffhanger because I cannot wait three years or because it's gonna be a start. That, that's the thing too, right? Because there's like there's a three year gap between Oathbringer and uh, Rhythm of War. There's gonna be a four year gap between Rhythm of War and Knights of Wind and Truth. I have a feeling it's gonna be minimum three to four years. I would lean, lean maybe even a little bit longer than that before book six comes out, and that's just book one of arc two of Stormlight. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, we're 14 years uh, by the time book five comes out, and if it comes out as at its planned date, which I imagine it will, 
That means starting from when book one came out, it'll be 14 years for five books. I guess that wouldn't be, I mean, I guess that wouldn't be that bad. If you really think about. No, no, that's not bad at all. When you consider the size of the books and you consider the fact that he's writing like 17 other series and novellas. Okay. So that's another thing too, right? He's squeezing in these novellas and whatnot all the time. He's coming out with a Warbreaker sequel. He's coming out with a uh, a Miss or not or Elantra sequel. He's Wait, finishing he's both of those. Yeah, I, to my understanding, he's working on sequels for both. Yeah, I'm stoked. Yeah, a uh, Warbreaker sequel. Inject oh that my into God. my veins immediately, straight hey, to the bloodstream. You, I'm gonna tell you right now. Tell you right now. Mm-hmm. Vasher is gotta be in the book. Which book? This book. Oh, Stormlight. I could, I could see Vasher being that, uh, Zahil. Zile. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if, if that's true or not. But like, I mean, the fact that he's there, like that. I have so many. Like, why is he there? What is he doing? What are you doing? What is your deal? Why are you there? Like, what is going on with the Cosmere? Where Vasher now has to play Big Daddy Vash. Somewhere that I probably shouldn't say that, but Daddy you know, Vash. yeah. Like what? What is he doing there? Like what are you doing on Roshar? Like get the heck off their planet. Like he's a like obviously there's a spoiler there from Warbreaker if anybody hasn't read it, but like he's a returned, right? Yeah. So how is he getting his one divine breath a day if he's on Roshar? Is he, is this, can you use biochromatic breath? Like, what? I honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. This sounds so bad coming from a guy who runs a podcast for this stuff. I hardly remember the, the details of the magic system for Warbreaker. I remember it was fantastic, and I loved every second of it. But I do not remember. You read it That's twice, right. I think, right? You went back and re, uh, re-listened to the whole book? Um, Most of it. Most of it, okay. Yeah, no, I do not remember at all. Oh, geez. And that, that yeah, sucks. Biochromatic because... breath is like the person's like essence, pretty much like their investiture. Their soul, right? Yeah, yeah, not really their soul, more like their, it's more like their personality, kind of. I don't remember how they explained it, but like it's the same way you breathe in stormlight. You breathe in breath. Like the magic systems there are connected in some fashion. Okay. Okay. Obviously, this is all hearsay, but no, I know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. That's hmm. yeah. So okay, another thing we do need to talk about. But after we're done with this book, we need to read Edge Dancer before we get into Oathbringer because that we're going in release order. So we need to make sure that we read the proper material. Novella. Yep. Because I don't want to be spoiled for. I I want to go in. With the proper knowledge order in which you're supposed to get the knowledge. All right, that's there. I said right. that's what I meant. All right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, God, this. Uh... Okay, so also when they found um, that there was so much that happened here in such a short few s- chapters, which is really funny because the last couple sections, I think we covered like what twice the number of chapters as this section. Mm-hmm. Not a lot happened. And he, talking about in this section here, yeah, and this section is like what four or five chapters, and it was like pretty, pretty, pretty chonker amount of 
action, not just action, just like really move the plot forward. Um, Shalon and Kaladin kind of hiding their own abilities from each other was kind of funny. Uh, yeah, like they're like, oh, you show me yours, I'll show you mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably not a good one, but yeah, the PG version of that. Um, but yeah, no, it that's exactly how I felt. It was uh, it, like he's falling down, and then uh, what I thought was kind of heartless, but at the same time, I'm like, I get it. Was Dalinar moving on so quickly from Kaladin's supposed death? I was like, but uh, it, for it was like a split second thing where I was like, come on, dude, you're you're a soldier. I mean, sorry, this is your soldier that you signed on. And then the split second after, I was like, but, you know, it is his, he is a soldier. He's used to this. He's yeah. used to losing yeah. people on the field. So, and um, that's and it's the Alethi way almost. That's where I kind of throw yeah, it in there. It's yeah. like the Alethi way to be like, ah, screw it. There's another soldier down. Lost another good soldier. Move on. It's like, yeah, but at least you can, at least you can kind of help other people more. And like, you need, as a soldier, yes, you can't. You can't go on. <laughs> yeah, go on. Tell me. Like, um, you can't have too much emotion while you're in battle, but when you're out of battle, you should be able to allow those emotions to fall back in. And I think that's where a lot of soldiers have issues is that they totally cut themselves off from their, you know, their, it's like almost like a thrill or like a lust. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's lust for like battle that takes over and they don't have the empathy after because they just let it let it ride. Yeah, I and, I think but he's a guy who has PTSD basically, right? Dalinar does. He's the one who has PTSD. Yeah. He's the one who yeah, that that um whole berserker rage kind of leaves him in the middle of battle. So uh, he gets it better than anyone. And you know, fair play to him to be honest, he also kind of just he did um, what is it? Ta- uh, kind of handle it really well with Kaladin's Bridge Four crew. You know, like he told them, it's like I don't want anyone skipping meals and whatnot. You can wait however long you need to wait. That's fine. But uh, I, you know, if you're doing it on your own time, you know, I can't tell you what to do and whatnot. So he he handled it. I'd say overall really well. I, I, like I said, it was for me. It was just that split second when I first read it. I was like. Dude, they just lost one of their closest friends. But then I'm like, yeah, you know, like we just talked about, it's Alethi war. Blah, it's, blah. It, and it's not just an Alethi thing; it's it's a war yeah. thing. You know, you're you're a general. You kind of give the soldier. You don't feed into the morning too much, but you also don't uh, just dismiss it completely. Which right. I think. So I think overall, he handled it fairly uh, well. Yeah, the way he was going to. Uh, yeah. Uh. God, sorry. Like I said, wincing in pain. Um, I think you know because we're we're now in the part where we're in the end game now. Not really, just the end game for the second. We're at the part where you know they're in that chasm, Kaladin, Shalon. So my thought process is always like, do you think there's going to be a Shalon, Kaladin, Adolin romance mix going on? There? I hope not. For the love of God, please no, please no. What? No, what? I really do not want Kaladin and Shalon be Maybe? anything. No, I Adolin and Shalon all the way. I think that those two, romantically speaking are way better off than Kaladin and 
Um, come on. It. Yeah. I'd agree. I did. I, I just, I hate, I hate love triangles. And I thought that that was one of the weakest points of Well of Ascension. Well of Ascension, spoiler coming up. Skip forward like 30 seconds if you don't want to hear it. Zane, Vin, and Ellen was so stupid and felt it felt so shoehorned in that I felt like even Sanderson was like, ah, this doesn't feel right. And he didn't yeah. really commit to it too hard. Um, the Zane thing was done. I didn't like that. Yeah. And I, I, the only reason she liked him at all is because he he was also a Mistborn. Like, that was the reason. Like, she, every time a Mistborn popped up, like, she liked Kelsier as a father. Like, like Z- uh, Z- Zane, but like again, it was just because they were misborn and she had a connection with them that she yep. couldn't have with anybody else. Yep. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen to these two. But yeah. again, you also, I also have that in the back of my mind that. Oh yeah, you know, no. young, so she's like, oh my god, these guys are. Oh, they're so muscular. Yeah, some muscular hair. <laughs> shash brand. Uh, Give me the shash brand. Yeah, but no. I, and you know we get to see a little bit of the characters that don't interact as much interact here because Shalon and Kaladin definitely don't interact very much, barring some of these scenes. So like, it's it's nice to see them interacting. And I did, I think it was also it was nice to see them acknowledging each other's pain and trauma. I think that's yeah. what I really liked about this section was Kaladin stop. For just a second, he stopped being a pouty little girl about heen line eyes and then actually acknowledged the fact that he saw the pain behind Shalon's eyes. And mm-hmm. I appreciated that a lot. I agree. Uh, I agree. Which was, it was good character building. We needed it, obviously. But how did they not figure out when they both fell that, like, that they both us- used? <laughs> <laughs> one of us like, had to have used some sort of energy or some sort of power or something. Like, how do you, come on, man, you know. Like, yeah. You okay. say, like, whatever it was. Okay, so how long do you think before Kaladin kind of heals the bond? Okay, so, so here's another thing. He has made an oath to both Dalinar and Moash, and I think that's what's weakening the bond between him and Syl, because he cannot fulfill both oaths but i think what he's going to do is he's going to find a way to fulfill both oaths basically because he said i don't think he necessarily said that he'd kill uh elicar he might depose him and like kind of send him into exile so that he fulfills moash's of uh the oath to moash in the sense of like oh i'm i fulfilled the oath and i got rid of him he's no longer ruling he's not ruining the world for anyone else and he fulfills his oath to Dalinar in the sense that no harm will come to Elokar. Right. I think right. that's how he's going to fulfill both uh, oaths. And I think that's the only way he restores this bond between him and Syl. The, the bond in, between him and Syl, it's not just that she's like angry at him. That's not even the issue here. She seems to be kind of reverting to a, a, a mindless sprint. Less consciousness. Yeah, you it, can it tell she's like... I, yeah, yeah. Um, which really brings up the question that what... What caused it? You brought it up before. What what formed it in the first place? Because she came to him when he was still in that cage under Tlakov. Tonkva. Right. Oh, no, not Tonkva. That's a different, that's a different book. Tlakov, right? I said Tonkva. Where's Tonkva from? I think it's from Warbreaker. I was about to say, I think that's Warbreaker. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tlakov. 
So to block them. Yeah. So there was no. I don't remember that they were an oath there. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe honor the god sent to Spren at that moment because he knew that he needed him. The this is when he this is what he needed in that moment. Um, right. Maybe yeah. maybe it's one of those things where the the amount of suffering and the amount of fight that he had to keep going kind of attracted the Spren. I'm, I'm assuming it's more of like a. It's got to be a, obviously it's a divine bond, but the divinity has to latch on to something that sounds familiar almost, like it's familiar to them. Yeah, maybe he's always been an honorable guy. I don't know because we don't get a whole lot of his backstory and what he did previous to issues he's had. You know what I mean, like with yeah. the Amram stuff and all that. Yeah, no, 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 I, I agree. Um, the other thing. Uh, the shattered planes being an actual pattern. Ooh, that's yeah, that, not not that, being a random just series of chasms and whatnot. That's interesting. That seems like it has some significance to the story later on because obviously, if it's a pattern, you know Shalom's on it. She, she she's nice. already figuring it out. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> so running theory. There was something that crashed, some met, uh, some magic, some comet, but not comet, meteor, something that crashed into something, in, in into the world of Roshar, and that created the shattered planes, right? And it was not something random; it was very deliberate. Some magical meteor, some magical blast that happened, and that created that pattern of the shattered planes, which is where you have the. It's not randomized chasms, right? It's it's a pattern, and at the the crater of it all. Is the Prashendi home homeland? Right. That's a running theory. Pattern. <laughs> and I think that that theory can also hold a lot of weight because nowhere else on Roshar is blown up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but man, dude, I feel like we're right there. I feel like we're about to get something big. Uh, something juicy is about to come, and I honestly cannot freaking wait. Um. Uh, uh, have you been? Since, I know you've been listening. Have you been? If you look at the ebook version, or even the physical version, I'm sure they have it. The sketchbooks of Shalon's drawings. Yeah, they're freaking awesome. They are awesome. I mean, I wish I could draw that well, which is really cool because, like, her drawing is connected to her abilities almost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it, 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 I, it definitely is right. Like her ability to see things is what allows her to light weave, mm-hmm. which brings up the question: um, Did they all have that? Right? Did all the light weavers have this same photographic memory or whatever? Yeah, were they all artists, or, or is it more so that she just happens to be a light weaver and she has this artistic mind, which kind of enhances her abilities? Yeah, that's one of those that I still haven't put together yet. I mean, I even thought about it. You know, I when I think about Shalon, I'm just I'm mainly thinking about Adolin, which is <laughs> bad. But again, I, I like Shalon as a character. I like her character. I like how he's written her so far, even though her internal dialogues can get kind of bleh. But that's all books, and internal dialogues are never something that's super interesting. So like, it's just. 
it's one of those things I haven't thought about, and you could be completely correct. That, you know, maybe all of the light weavers in history were artists or photographic memory of some sort, you know? Yeah. And this, I don't know, this, it's, I love this world so much. And if, oh, dude, if they make a live action out of this, God, and I'd die happy, man. Honestly, or an anime they'd even. Have to do it in like, they'd have to do it, yeah, they'd have to do an anime because it would have to be in like 60 episodes. Oh, yeah. So each each um each book, I think, would have to be, uh, maybe not 60, but each book would have to be a good good chunk of episodes, I think. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying, like 15 episodes. And even if it's 10, you're still sitting at 40 to 50 episodes. Yeah. So, yeah. It's good so far. I'm enjoying it. Same. All right. So I think unless you have anything else to say about that, we'll about go ahead and wrap it up there. Um, mm-hmm. Next time we'll be covering chapter 72 to let's go ahead and make it 77. So that was, so we'll finish off part four, throw in the three interludes, which I'm really excited for because one of them says Teravangian. And I haven't seen that slimy little dirt bag. Yeah, he's a, while. a slime ball. But he's a great character, man. He that that he's got that a, one called me off guard. Yeah, that I thought he was just a dumb old grandpa, and here he is just experimenting on people. Yeah, great. That's what we need. But More yeah. old white dudes experimenting on people. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, like I said, they're about to cover first. From it. Oh my god, I'm really tired. That about covered from us for that episode, and we will see you all. See ya.